I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Jazz Explained. Explained brought to you by Open Studio. Go to openstudiojazz.com for all your jazz lesson needs. Yes. Uh, Peter, how do you like my outfit, man? Uh, do I remind you of anybody? <laughs> <laughs> I... uh, yes, you do. Okay. Um, let's see. What is that? What is the famous male model that was just featured in Vogue? Hey, guys, here are my 20 greatest guitar intros of all time. <laughs> Peter said I kind of look like our dear friend. Rick Beato. Did I say that? You said I'm, I have I the work it, shirt. I've got the black T-shirt. I'm, I think it was dude, just... Dude, it's a compliment, man. Absolutely. I think it was just because you're both successful music commentary YouTubers. That's a wide much. spectrum you have <laughs> of success there if you're talking about Beato on one end. And no, no, no. You guys are coming from the same place. Uh, shout out Rick Beato. Um, and, uh, Still making amazing videos, by the way. The absolutely. interviews, his interview game has gotten better and better. Did you see his on. reaction to the Usher or did you did you know it's not Usher, it's Usher. 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 <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. And I did not see his Usher. reaction to Usher. the Super Bowl. Yeah, he had a he had a really interesting thing where he's basically just like, you know, Usher and most of the artists that were featured in there are like nineties or early two late nineties, early two thousands artists. That's right. Which is like twenty years plus, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. And and basically how you have to be like current artists that are really huge. I mean, who are the biggest like artists that have been launched on IG or TikTok or or, or anywhere in the last couple of years? Yeah, any any of them. The Billy Eilish's. Yeah, of the how, world. like yeah. they couldn't really pull off the way that the Super Bowl halftime show is constructed, for better or for worse. But he kind yeah. of breaks that down. It was very interesting. Yeah, it was very interesting. Um, have you seen? I sent you a, a little teaser short of him interviewing Brad Meldow at the piano. Yes, I was a little jelly. A little, 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 yeah, a little jelly. That's our friend. That's our friend. <laughs> That's our guy. Friend of our show. No, I'm actually really interested in I that. Know, I can't I, wait for that. It's, it's, he's going to do a great job yeah. on that. Um, okay, so following up. Oh, first of all, as you said, sponsored by Open Studio. Go to openstudiojazz.com. Something I just wanted to highlight that a lot of folks may not know about. Tell us about the next. You know, we have so much cool community stuff going on. That's been like the biggest thing that's evolved over the last really couple of years from the beginning, but like. We've been leaning into it even more because we have such an amazing community of really cool people, many of which are here on the pod as That's well. That's right. Yeah, yeah. We know. But uh, one of our 
really cool community events that we do, gathering places, is the listening sessions. We that's call right. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's the next one going to be? Well, the next because that's for all members, right? Yeah, the next one is going to be the Bill Evans Trio live at the Village Vanguard Sunday at the Village Vanguard. Ooh. We've been doing a series of trio records, like the iconic trio records. We just did the Bad Plus. These are the Vistas. Yeah, we've done some Brad Meldow. We did live at the Village Vanguard Volume yep. Three. Uh, we've done some Oscar Peterson already. We did Duke Ellington, Max Roach, Charles Mingus, Money Jungle. And the next, uh, the very next listing sesh, which is the first Tuesday of every month. So the next one is going to be the first Tuesday in, in March. March. Cool. And it's going to be uh, Sunday at the Village Vanguard. That Tuesday is, I'm vamping, I'm vamping, well, I'm we'll vamping. figure it out. It's all good. It is March 5th. Yes. And it's available for all Open Studio members. So you don't have to be an Open Studio Pro member. Right. It's for all members. You can come on Tuesday. And it's live. It's live at 3 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be listening to the entire album. It's like we used to do here on YouTube but and Facebook. Remember back in the day, back in the pandemic day? Yeah. But it's kind of, uh, it was, it's very hard to do that. I remember those days. We get kicked off of these I remember <laughs> standing at my standing desk at my old house, drinking a mocktail, talking to my friend Peter Martin, interviewing yeah. Artemis for some reason. We were interviewing yeah. all these people yeah. too during that time. But due to copyright issues, very hard to do that. But on our bespoke site, openstudiojazz.com. Yeah. We can do whatever we, well, well we're, <laughs> kind of, we can do whatever. We kind of. <laughs> uh, we can certainly listen to this album and it's actually a lot like when we watch videos here. We're going to watch Waltz for Debbie here in a, in a couple days. Yeah. Uh, but when we watch videos here and we talk about what's going on musically. So if you're yeah. an Open Studio member, join us over there, March 5th. Awesome. Okay, today we are talking about, you get that, boom, 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 boom. pretty hard there. Yeah. Don't make me call demotion. Moshe, I'll do it. <laughs> demotion. I'll do it. Demo I'm actually going to New Orleans next week. So yeah, partly a work trip to check in with Debosier and Associates. Yes, <laughs> check in with Debosier. Yeah, they're actually suing me for making fun of them because they are a real oh, law firm. Good. Somebody yeah, yeah, yeah. pointed out. Uh, no, the, we are giving. <laughs> They offer liens against your basement insurance. And you're like, wait, there's no basement. <laughs> uh, today, we're giving you three essential elements to groove. Okay. Uh, three now, to groove. Three to groove. Right. But the, the thing is, I came in with two and you're like, we got to do three. And then you have a surprise one that I that's unbeknownst to me. We're so confident that we are lockstep in groove as we possibly were on the introduction. I think we were that we're going to be able to dovetail right into your third one. But I was just thinking about like, you know, being able to groove is such a um, fun thing. Yeah. Like it's probably the funnest thing that connects a listener 100%. with a player. It's, also you know, the, it's the, the funnest thing, way to play. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like, you know, you're at a basketball game and you got courtside seats and all of a sudden you know, the ref tosses you the ball and then you toss it into the player. I mean, that never happens probably, but occasionally yeah. it's like you're part of the, you're part of the game. I think in groove as players for us to be able to understand that when we go to listen to music, no matter what kind of it is, like, what is the connection between tapping your foot, between dancing, between feeling that groove with your heartbeat, you know, that, that makes you want to get up and just move your body. Like, how do we connect with that? And what are the specific like things that we can work on so that it starts to come out in our playing. Because we all like look to different players, like yeah. look to different records, and we're like, oh, man. okay, Headhunters, that's grooving, right? Secrets, ever heard of it? Yeah. That's no, a grooving record, right? I'll tell you what, man, it's one of my favorite things to do. I was feel so lucky because right before I moved to New York, when I was 18 and 19, I spent a couple of years in a party band here in St. Louis called uh, Son, of Star, Son of Star Child. Shout out to Son of Star Child. Uh, had, had many iterations, but we mostly <laughs> played uh, Parliament P-Funk covers yeah and james brown covers you got to you you, you might get injured and so i learned like on the job there really how to lock in for i mean because we were we would play you know the big payback for like 17 minutes uh. 
and just groove out and let a shenanigans happen, you know, yep. and like let the song come to us. So we played Mothership Connection for 25 minutes and it was so much fun, man. Right. And like, you got sucked into the groove. You get sucked in vortex. and it just becomes this trance for everybody. Yeah. You know, it's so much fun. It's important. And I think sometimes in jazz, because we get so uh, intrigued and involved with the more cerebral side of or well seemingly cerebral i should say because groove can be very cerebral and we're going to make it a little bit cerebral because we are going to use our cerebellums today but um no i think some of the things like harmony and voicings all this stuff that's really fun it, of course very important elements too but it, it can feel to us like those are easier areas for us to progress in yeah like because we can accumulate some more harmonic knowledge, some more improv knowledge. You know, how do you navigate this chord? And then maybe we let go of the progress that we want to make on the groove side as well. Well, it's so hard. So I'm, we've been working on this new Aaron Parks course, and Aaron Parks has an amazing way that he talks about this stuff. So he calls, you know, harmony is the intellect. And mm -hmm. a lot of times the intellect is the, is the loudest thing. Mm -hmm. Our mind is the loudest thing in our, in our existence. And so it can take over. Well, I got to know this chord and these smart things. Melody is the heart. It's the emotion, right? When we mm. hear melody, it, it moves us to tears. It brings us joy. It gets us riled up. But rhythm is the body, right? And so, like, to me, groove is a dance. Like, you have to... Nothing is better than playing music for people that are dancing. Yeah. You know, whether that's in a P-Funk cover band or, you know, at a swing band or a jazz group or a tango band or a pop band or whatever it is. But when you're seeing people move to your music, when you're moving to your music... There's something different that goes on than it's just being an intellectual exercise. It should be a dance. Yeah, absolutely. So that, I think, really typifies what I'm going to put out there as our number one essential do you element. Dance? Do you dance at weddings? I do dance. I yeah. mean, not necessarily Are you a wedding. Are you known out if, like, something comes on that's your jam? What's your jam? You Ohio Players guy? What do you oh, got? Oh, I love Ohio Players. Yeah. I mean, I love, I love Parliament. I love... Um, you know Stevie, of course. I mean, all this stuff. You know, Careless Whisper. When that comes on, what do you, what do, you no, do? I don't. No, I run, no, run for cover. Okay. No, no, Car Careless Whisper is cool. Yeah. I sing. I sing more on that one. It's, you know? it's the melody. It pulls your heart. It pulls your heart. <laughs> pulls yeah. No, I was gonna say, but the number one, uh, our first element, I think, really is is explained well by what you just said in terms of like connection with dance, and that is confidence. Like oh. that's the element. So, and the reason I want to say this with dance is, I think a lot of people hear you say that and they immediately are like, I'm a bad dancer or I can't feel the beat or I don't have rhythm. My parents don't have rhythm. My caretaker, I mean, like there's every excuse in the book, but then people that have seemingly good natural rhythm, a lot of times can't necessarily put that together to be able to groove on an instrument. So where do we find not uh, false confidence, like real confidence to be able to groove? Because all these other things that we're going to talk about well, you know, spacing and these uh, a little bit of foreshadowing there aren't going to matter anything if you don't have confidence because you can't fake this, right? Yeah. So, first of all, I have checked with our attorneys. They are now our corporate attorneys, Debosier and Associates. Debosier and Debosier. They have allowed us to corporate write a license. Attorneys. We can't <laughs> say that, but okay. Yeah. Okay, I get it. No, they have. They okay. they have they have given us license throughout the fifty states and beyond. This yeah. is an international license to all of our dear listeners to be able to develop their sense of confidence in the groove. There are so no important. limits for any individual. Dude. Okay? This is not the type of thing like, I want to become a world-class Olympic-level sub-two-hour marathoner. Like, I can't give you a license to do that. But you can have a license to be able to develop your deep, very deep sense of groove. That's right. On a near-Olympic level. Yeah, man. And you, you know, have to be able to do that in order to have the confidence to be able to pull it off. Because if you don't have the confidence, 
even if you have every other skill that's associated with it, you're going to get anxiety. Did we talk about anxiety last we week? We talked about anxiety, yeah. yeah. Shout out to all the comments in the anxiety uh, episode, too. That was great. Speaking of confidence and dance, man, can I tell you a little story? Story, yeah. story time? Yeah. This involves, uh, you, you mentioned, like, if you are if you come from people that that don't dance. I am very lucky. Both my parents have amazing rhythm. They're both great dancers. In fact, the night they met was at a disco in South County, 1975. Nice. Disco called Hondo's. My dad saw my mom, the lovely Deborah Barth, across the room, <laughs> and Lester, my dad, right. didn't have any money, but right. there was a hustle competition. Think about you, this. They're probably 20 years younger than you are right now. I don't want to think They're about They're probably that. closer to the age of I your think children about, I don't want to think about than this. they are to you. Let me just tell the nice story. Don't <laughs> yeah. want to think about death right now. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying just think about the fact that they were so young. They were kids. They were kids. They yeah. were kids. My dad saw my mom across the room, fell in love instantly. He had no money to buy drinks. Uh, so, and this is how the story goes. Story keeps getting better year after year. <laughs> Uh, but there was a hustle competition that night, Ooh. and you would win a, a nice bottle of champagne. Nice in many air quotes. <laughs> and he grabbed my mom. Said, is that one of the Missouri champagnes from the uh, <laughs> from Missouri, <laughs> Val- Missouri River Valley? <laughs> it's. I think it's officially uh, sparkling Budweiser at that point. Uh, no, but he he was flirting with my mom. He was like wanted to buy her a drink, but he's, instead he said, "Let's go win this competition." They entered. They won. They had the bottle of champagne. Married three months later. It's been. 47 years. And then you were born years. four months later. Yeah, <laughs> Super a couple awkward. of years later. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that amazing, though? Talk That's about so confidence. Cool. Right. Les Manis. Shout out to Lester Manis yes. for confidence and for the dancing skills. Absolutely. So, okay, well, now you just killed everybody else's confidence because what I was saying no, is man. you don't have to come from great dancers, but you did. Have the confidence <laughs> of a Lester Manis, right? <laughs> like, you see what you want. But that's your daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's your daddy? It's good stuff, man. Les Manis. Good guy. Right. Okay. So what do you do? How do you develop confidence uh, with your sense of groove if you don't have a last madness, let's say? I think, honestly... Am I asking the wrong person? <laughs> Perhaps. I have, a, yes, I have innate confidence in my, in my ability. No, it's one of these things that you can develop it like anything else by spending time. Like if you put some value to it, like I want to be able to groove yes. harder. Yeah. So identify that and then work on that every day. Right. You could do exactly like if you put on any parliament or funkadelic record and you picked any tune, and you said, I'm just going to learn this song. They're usually one or two chords, yep. right? Maybe three or four. Yep. And you say, I'm going to spend a week just grooving to Parliament Funk, or James Brown, yep. or, or uh, Morris Day in the Time. Like, one of these bands that just is like unstoppable grooves, right? Yep. Like, you can spend some time in that groove. And I mean, maybe it's just a Paul Chambers. Like maybe it's, you know, like it it doesn't have to be that kind of thing, but whatever it is that you want, maybe it's Metallica. Like it can be a band that is grooving in their own way. Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to say like number two, the the second element I thought was space, was thinking about that would be helpful for folks would be spacing. So like that's something that is, that has some commonality between Metallica, Stevie Wonder, Parliament, Paul Chambers, like, um, um, you know, certain classical music group, like any music that grooves, which potentially is almost any kind of music that we're going to be involved with, I think, on a certain level, even stuff that's more like free form or whatever. I mean, yeah. There's I mean, tight grooves <clears throat> and there's not, but there's always some kind of space. Like, so when we were playing at the beginning, so those notes I just played, like, what made that groove? Space between them, confidence. Right. Also, We'll get to our number three later. Because these are very... Anyone can learn this bass line. This is like the most basic bass line, right? That's eight notes. Yeah. But 
the spacing in terms of like what's the temple, right? Boom, yep. Boom. And it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be metronomic because if you put on a metronome like this, that's not going to be grooving. What makes this groove? Yeah, and in fact, some of the greatest grooves are not metronomic. Right. They, they wouldn't fit with a metronome. But the spacing of back and and this is what you can learn from like funk grooves and stuff that are based upon 16th notes. 100%. I think and bring to jazz that are more based upon seemingly eighth note triplet, right? You can also learn like the spacing has to be the same each time. Like you can't go. You heard I just yeah, killed yeah, the yeah. Oh, you you had was, a little ugly I, face I, there. It was not good. I tried to fit in there and it didn't work. It yeah. was hard for me, believe yeah, me. Yeah. But it's like, <laughs> no, 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 but because of repetition. Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Can I just say, though, anytime <laughs> Peter ever has to demonstrate something that's bad, he can't do it. He can't do it. He but can't. that's the way it should be, right? Yeah. yeah. It is. Yeah. You're like that too. I, mean, I am that's, not like that. No, no, no. I easily play bad. No, no, no. But it's it like, it should hurt you. It's like if you're. If, it doesn't if, feel right. If you're an ed, like an English editor editor of the english language and like you see a miss <laughs> yeah. like the word through written with the wrong you know to me it doesn't mean anything oh, close enough yeah, i yeah. wouldn't know that you know yeah. but it would bother somebody like it would it would jump out at the page totally and so this should be and so i think developing that confidence is about connecting your ear with what your hands are doing and how or your you, mouth like how what you're playing on the instrument and developing that sense of space is by you were saying by listening to grooves to playing along with records that have a groove especially those like you were saying funk funk records where there's like 16th notes happening or triplets yeah. happening i would say too like i've i've gotten a lot from playing along with brazilian recordings mm. like play that same bass line right oh just the same one you were doing yeah just taking a simple bossa nova rhythm or samba rhythm and like most basic version but feeling that half note yep playing along with Adu Ribeiro of yeah. studio artists it that makes helps. you makes you groove harder uh, yeah. than you think you can for sure yeah and I think you know the intentionality of it and also the attentionality yeah uh, oh, like boy. in terms of like as you're playing along with something yeah. like where are you putting your attention you're talking about parliament funkadelic you know, if it's like, um, what is it? Like there's, you hear what I did there? Like I anticipated there. So I already broke up the groove because I was paying attention to the, the harmony. Yeah. So it's not that you don't need to know the harmony or play that, but when you're working on the groove, you want to pay attention just to like repeating the same thing and not being like, oh, well, this is easy. Like, how can I place this right in the groove? for 25 minutes, like you said, on a gig or something. But how do you do that when you practice? So, you don't have to worry about the harmony. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to worry about the notes. It's boom, But what are you doing? Like in between those places, right? Like you don't have the drums or the vocals. Can I get you to dance? Can well, I you have dance to. with it? So right? this comes to our number three, which is my sort of addition to this. And yep. that's understanding sort of the harmonic voc uh, harmonic the rhythmic vocabulary mm. of the music you're trying to play yep. in the case of the groove you're playing there of parliament funkadelic in the case of of most black american music in the case of the samba the bossa nova what you're really feeling the most important thing is the one so even when you're playing a groove like that where everything is off the one it is off the one but the one is the like yeah. this is why James Brown is like on the one is Parliament yeah. is on the one right all I mean it all starts with a big crash symbol on the one every four bars every eight <laughs> bars <laughs> right yeah. and we're just 
even when it lays into it, right? Like you can feel that. Everything else is off of that, off of that one. Like it has to be on the one. If yep. you're doing it so that the one is nebulous, the groove gets lost so fast. And maybe not for musicians. This is how musicians do like metronomic things that are crazy and feel weird. It's also why that kind of music is not usually universally loved by a broader audience because people get lost with the groove. Mm. Like, And that's not to say that it's worse or better or anything else. It's just saying that like rhythm is a dance yep. and most people feel rhythm and, and feel the dance on the one. Right. No matter where you are, Things happen on the one. Of course, in 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 Brazil, things can happen on the two. Like things can yeah. happen anywhere, but there's usually a a landmark beat. We there's can like, call it yeah, that. There's like you know? a rhythmic pattern indicator, whether it's played overtly or not. There, with a lot of these different grooves that we're talking about, that would fit into one. Even if no one's ever played, even if it's avoided for some reason. That's right. You know, even if the clave is like not is is off from that. Yeah, there's something there that is like the lock yep. for the dancer, right? And look what you're doing there. You're and rocking. That's the backbeat too. Right, right? exactly. There's a, Attack. I mean, if you think about, again, if we go back to Samba, like there's this rock to it that needs to be there for the dancer. So yep. I think for me, grooving, again, I know we've said this a hundred times already this episode, it is the dance. Yep. It's the hustle. Yep. It's like, it's all about finding that, that, that rock back and forth. You know? Yeah. And I mean, it just, it makes it fun. And I think that, you know, the confidence really can come out of connecting with that dance immediately. Like everybody can do that. Even if you're embarrassed to do that in public, even if you feel like you're never going to be able to get on the dance floor, that's not really the kind of dance we're talking about. I mean, I think it can be manifested in that and it should be uh, in certain styles of, of music. I mean, if we play like what we started with, you know, I don't necessarily people to get on the dance floor and be like, uh, what, what, uh, you yeah. know, but, you should be like tapping your foot. There should be something like there should, there should be that, you know, that thing that brings a smile to your face, not just based upon the blues or the changes that you're playing, yeah. but like, that's a groove. That's my groove. That's e my jam. Even things that aren't like, you know, traditional black American music, but are more like European classical music, like the waltz. Yeah. Yeah. You know, again, it's still that rock back and forth. You wouldn't go like one, two, three, one, two, three, one. It's one, two, three, one, two, yep. three. And it's like, it's one, two, three. Two, two, three. It's yeah. a sway back and forth. It's in all music. If you want to... movement, right? It's, it's movement. It's forward, propel, forward propulsion. And propulsion. it's this, these landmarks yeah. of the groove. And yeah. it's the rhythmic language. You got to know... Like, I was... We were talking... this is the placement that we put all the other cool stuff. Right. The harmony, the melody and stuff. Like, this is what... What are you placing it in? It's kind of like, man, I've got all these different ideas... And I'm looking at a calendar of the whole year. I want to go to this place. I want to do this. But it's just like a jumbled mess here. It's like, how do you place it in there? Because time is just going to be keep going. Like, oh, wait, let's move this around. Let's play. But you have to understand that time continuum, that rhythmic continuum. And, and you have to understand it in the context of the music you're playing. Like, Peter, we mentioned before the show, like, you have such a great groove. You're such a strong player. But if we put you in the context of, like, a hardcore band, like a hardcore music fan would probably not find your groove to be in the pocket because right. that that kind of music has a has a crazy like front of the foot kind of pocket same thing if you were to do like even classical music like we have so many classical music friends from the orchestra over here whenever they hear someone who's not a classical musician play like Bach or something Bach. they're like nah it doesn't quite feel right. right you know like it doesn't have the rhythmic and even though that's looser there's no there's no on the one for that but there is to them there is something that has right. to happen to well, make it feel and with good. that groove like 
you know, like like There's when you come breaths. to the end, yeah, it's, yeah. And, and the breath actually affects the groove a little bit. Whereas yeah. like doom, 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 like nothing, like everything is gonna. You might be get damn, damn, but like that boom is like it's a tighter kind of. This is a different groove, one hundred percent. But it has to be. You have to find what that is. Listen to it. There has to be some part of your body that's connected with that. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, I love it, man. I love boom. a groove. I love a groove. Groove is great. No, no, and it's it's like we don't talk about it enough, and so we don't want our dear listeners and dear viewers. Hey, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen us, hey, lucky you. Come on. <laughs> no, but go check us out. Leave us a comment. Leave us a gala. Gala. We had some ga gala. 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 <laughs> it's gala. Okay. Gala. It's gala. Gala. Uh, which is gentlemen and ladies agreement, which just means that you're going to subscribe. It means that you have subscribed. It means that you have it here. What I don't want to see is people putting gala and they haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel because that's free, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All you That's all we're well, asking for. Nothing's free. And world peace. <laughs> no, that's true. Nothing is free. <laughs> nothing, nothing in this world is free. Right? But please consider doing that. We meet over at the YouTube. We have, we've had some wonderful comments. Yet again, we have not gotten in there and mixed it up, but we read almost all the comments. Thank you guys for the cool comments about the anxiety. Uh, I had a little anxiety about that episode, but the beautiful comments that folks gave us it was beautiful. alleviated my anxiety. That I was knew a fun it episode. would, too. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was so happy that uh, you shared what you shared, and we talked about what we talked about. It was great. Yeah. So that's uh, the bespoke. You'll hear it. There's been a little confusion about that, too. So quickly to clear it up, you'll hear it has its own YouTube channel. Out, separate from... Outside of the... Open Studio open channel. Open Studio channel. Exactly. Yeah. Until next time. Open studio. You'll hear it. <laughs> <laughs> groove, groove. On the one, on the one. <laughs>